This is Opposite Attraction. This week's challenge, let's get drunk. So welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the show about theme park design that is technically possible. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by a man who's gonna be a mighty gem, so enemies beware. Well, I've never seen a Big Murphy with quite so little hair. He's gonna be the... Damn, that got too real. That got too real as I was talking. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm actually currently reporting to you live from the Disney Skyliner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I see you up in the air. I'm yes, waving. I, I am. It's, I got my rig up here. I'm, I'm, I'm either hot or cold. I don't know which. <laughs> uh, I'm somewhere between 30 and 800 feet off the ground over Buena Vista Drive. There's a DuckTales one that I've seen online, and I'm very excited to ever get to. Would you... I mean, it's just a new mode of transportation, and from what I've read, apparently a pretty shitty one, because it, because <laughs> apparently you only go to studios or Epcot, you can't just stop at the hotels. It just goes back and forth between those. No, um, so that there, it is kind of in the shape of like a backwards F. Like yeah. if you drew an F and flipped it around, so the the like prongs of the F are like Epcot and the studios, and then the like sh- the the main sort of line. back of half of the of the of the line is uh, the Riviera, Caribbean Beach, and Coronado Springs. Yeah. Well, no. What, what I read online is unless you have like, I think it was like a meal or a reservation or something. They won't take you back to the hotel. It's only going to go back and forth between the parks. Well, you have to get off like at every station. I don't know. Ex- Maybe this was because you have to you have to get off at every station and then get back on because, like, if you go to Caribbean Beach, it's like a hub center. So, like, one way goes toward the Riviera, one way goes toward Coronado, and one way goes toward the studios. So if you're going to one of the others, you have to get off. Oh, I don't okay. Think, I think right now they don't they don't let you off at the Riviera because it's not an open resort. So you just kind of go through that. But yeah, I think you have to get off every single time. Jim, this is <laughs> and the it's, most... a, it's about six minutes between each stop. I think, except for the Caribbean and the Riviera, which is like a three minute trip or something. But if it if the, if they have to stop the vehicles, like, you just hang there for a while. Jim, as much as I was confused when they said, hey, you can take a fucking boat to get to Magic Kingdom, I think I'm even more confused by this thing of, all right, it's shaped like an F, but wait, no, a backwards F, and also there are prongs, and there are prongs all over it. <laughs> just and look at you can see it in a map, and you can watch videos of it, but yeah, every... And they want it to go eventually, I guess, like, a decade from now, they want it to go from, like, Animal Kingdom Lodge all the way to, like, Disney Springs. Holy shit, what? Just run the whole length of Buena Vista Drive. 
because think about how much stuff is on that run. Like, you could hit a bunch of hotels and yeah, you could but... get to Disney Springs. They want to they cut down on vehicle usage because it's already, like, a shit show down there with traffic. Okay, then that, that tracks, because I was straight up about to be like, hey, you know there's car. There's always just car you could take. That's the problem is that if... I think they said it takes... It's like one one gondola every 12 seconds. Yeah. But they only hold 10 people. So you think if a lot of people are using... Or, like, getting out of, like... Or, or like, they're done watching Illuminations and they want to leave. That's a lot of people that, like... That's a long line. That's a very long line, yeah. I think they said they're only going to run it for... Until, like, 11 o'clock or midnight. And... They said that, and if they have to tell you to use a bus, there's not a place where they can put a bus back there. So you have to tell people, like, if you need a bus, you have to walk to the front of Epcot. Good luck on that mile journey you have. And just imagine, like, if it's just six minutes between, like, certain parks, imagine just sitting there for the hour-long drive down to Disney Springs. Yeah, it's, yeah, I feel like it would take about an hour to go from, like, Animal Kingdom Lodge to Disney Springs. Yeah. 45 foot off the ground bucket that like when the wind blows too hard it shakes and yeah, see, that's the other thing that people are complaining about is that the wraps like the like you said you like the ducktails is on the side you can't see out of them like at all and that's half the point of being in the air is to see out yeah i don't know now that i've realized and thought about it more and more i think i would like to nominate this for an episode of pass fast because I don't think I would ever ride this thing, dude. Unless, like, unless they full-on Hogwarts expressed it, and yes, you can't see to the outside, but that's because you're now flying with Tinkerbell through the sky, and there's a beautiful (laughs) video being displayed. Every, they would have to add so much extra weight to the outside of the gondola that now they can, instead of holding ten people, they can only hold, like, three well, yeah, and, but now it doesn't shake in the wind because ain't nothing going to move this bad boy around. It's fine. Well, they're going to have to do something because they did have the, the monorail fail again and they had to evacuate people. So I, I kind of love it. I know it'll probably kill me one day, but I kind of love that old dingy thing. I think, what, now they're like 10 or 12 years past when they should have been replaced. Look, Jim, as a man who loves getting free shit, every time I get on the monorail is like a small little pulling of the jackpot lever, praying that it breaks down so I get some extra fast passes for when I go into the park. Every time I'm like, will it be today? Will today be my day to get those fast passes? I've never heard of them giving fast passes for the monorail breaking. Oh, it happened to your boy. It happened to your boy. Uh, now, couple... if, the, if the ferry sank, I think they'd have to give you some fast passes. Yeah, no, no, straight up. we uh, It was me and one of my buddies from work, and we got stuck on the monorail for like two, or probably like 30 to 40 minutes that we were stuck on the monorail as it was like going towards uh, Magic Kingdom. And then uh, we literally made friends. <laughs> we found a friend. He was a Disney vlogger. And we made friends with him, and then when we got off, we all got fast passes, and then jumped in the air, and then it freeze-framed, because we were happy. (laughs) And we did uh, Mind Train, we did, uh, my favorite was Haunted Mansion, and it was three chonky boys trying to get into one Haunted Mansion cart. (laughs) 
And it was two boys who did not like Haunted Mansion and me in the center, like the fucking youngest brother, like, yeah, dudes, we're doing it, yeah! The cast member's just like, sir, please, sirs, yeah. there's no room for the ghost if you if you all sit like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Jim, you did tell me a story through our Facebook Messenger a couple of days ago, a story that... You gave me the headline, and I'm mad you gave me the headline. I like you. You said the headline, and I was like, "Stop! No more! I need to hear all of this live on opposite attractions." I don't have any good like. It doesn't appear there's any good like eyewitness testimony to go with the fact that somebody went missing at Disneyland Paris because of LSD. God, that's so good though. I'm really excited. L- Disney World LSD stories are my favorite thing on the planet. <laughs> there, there's some comedian who talks about dropping acid and going to Disney World, and it's probably one of my favorite comedy bits that's ever happened. Uh, I'm going to see who this is. I don't know. Oh, of course it is. Of course it's that fellow. Yes. Of course <laughs> it's Bert Kreischer. Yes. Oh, it was Bert. That's right. Since I'm not a I'm not a a drug dealing boy, I don't really have like a place of knowledge to come from. So I'm not sure if it would be a good or bad thing to do a hallucinogenic drug and and visit and visit Disney World. As someone who smoked a shit ton of weed and then went to Halloween Horror Nights, I can tell you it's kind of a chill experience. <laughs> But that was more because of weed. I don't know what LSD would do to you. Went to, you went to Halloween Horror Nights. You did not go to Figment's Upside Down Open House. Yeah. Oh, no. I was literally walking around haunted haunted houses just like, Sup? How you doing? <laughs> hey, Freddy. Freddy, how you doing, man? What's up, Freddy? Yeah, Freddy. Can I interest you in this pamphlet about my lord and savior? No. <laughs> now, Jim... I did just Google LSD Disney World, and the first thing I got was from r slash LSD, the Reddit, (laughs) apparently the Reddit community evolving around LSD. Well, it happened. My birthday was yesterday, so I took two tabs of really nice LSD and went to Disney World. I tried typing a trip report, but this is all I ended up writing in my notes. (laughs) Acid at Disney. 9.45, 9.45, drop two tabs. 10.45, in line for Tower of Terror, starting to come up hard! 11.15, people keep saying happy birthday to me. How do they know? <laughs> oh, 11.20, oh shit, I'm wearing a birthday button. That's it, haha. I probably stopped tripping around 8 to 8.30. Or I could have been so tired I just didn't feel it anymore. We went on the 3D Toy Story ride, Rock and Roller Coaster, Figment, the trippiest ride in history, Mission Space, and... <laughs> Hold on. I don't... <laughs> I I need this to be real. I don't want this to be part of the LSD trip, but he does say he even saw Smash Mouth perform live. Well, yeah, they performed during uh during Food and Wine or Eat to the or the, the Flower and Garden sometimes. Well, they are the Smash Mouth consuming the food. <laughs> the mouth yeah. consumes the food. They might have been there one of the times I was there. I don't yeah. remember. 
The entire day, I felt as if I was experiencing Disney from a child's perspective. Everything was happy and colorful and exciting. Disney has some amazingly beautiful artwork and scenery to look at, and all the colors and stimulation overload was incredible. (laughs) Even waiting in line was fun. The only bad part about the day was the fact that I forgot to wear sunscreen, so I'll be red. Overall, it was an amazing experience. It truly made my birthday stand out! And now I really appreciate all the little things Disney does in their parks. I definitely would not suggest this to anyone else, though. I want to do LSD at Disney World now. <laughs> it makes Journey into Imagination passable. It's... Hey, fuck you. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Did we even bring up LSD when you started talking about this? Or did you just say someone got went missing at Disneyland Paris? And then we just started talking about LSD. I did, I did mention the LSD, yes. Okay, because otherwise we were going to have some very confused listeners at home who were like, well, did they find him? Is he okay? Was he kidnapped? What happened to the man? Why are you guys just concentrating on the LSD they were, bit? Yeah, they were, they were found and then immediately put into police custody. Well, yeah. Because Disney, Disney jail is a little too low rent for that. I think they had to go to really, real, real, real jail. I'm trying to find some more. How, oh, can you oh. imagine? So you worked you worked in Islands of Adventure, correct? Yeah, That's yes. where you worked? So can you imagine being at your little arcade and have somebody walk up to you and say, Hey, hey, um... My friend, I can't find my friend, and you're like, okay, that's not good, and they're you're like, and they're like, they are high AF right now. <laughs> okay. You- yes, I, it would be buck wild, and yes, I may have subjected someone of my coworkers to that when I was there <laughs> high. Um, I just need to address this other R slash LSD trip re- trip report Magic Kingdom. Bad trip, long, and then underneath it is just a picture of the family from Carousel of Progress. <laughs> oh my god, okay, fuck it, this is the rest of the episode. So my <laughs> girlfriend and I are frequent theme park goers. Walt Disney World hosts a Halloween event called Mickey's Not So Scary. Here's where you went wrong. The party allows kids and adults to dress up and trick-or-treat and meet villains, like, just fun kid-like things. Uh, if you've visited and been there, you know there's a chance there's a chance you may have been on the Carousel of Progress. We wanted to be creative and dress up as the very last scene with Christmas and all. However, my girlfriend and, and I look absolutely nothing like them. 3, 3 p.m. We both take our tab, put on our costume in the hotel room, and instantly get stumbled up on some conversation. So now we're stuck in a placebo effect, and it's 3.30, but the party starts at 7, but we can get in at 4. <laughs> we make it on the bus to Magic Kingdom. No one is dressed up, and everyone is staring at us. The man next to me asked if I would bake him some cookies with my Christmas oven mitt and asked if I bought a wristband for tonight. I said, oh no, we're annual pass holders. He looked at me and then slowly turned away, so now I'm paranoid that they know. (laughs) We get off the bus at 4.15 and run to the Haunted Mansion Fast Pass. I'm sweating fucking nuts and so is my girlfriend. We're dressed up like Christmas characters and it's hot. I'm convinced at this point that we went to the Christmas party, so I'm stuck in my own loop of Christmas and pumpkins. Something's weird, so we get on the Haunted Mansion and I lose it. I start making noises like, nerr, and I'm like, I thought they changed it for Christmas. 
if my girlfriend usually looks at me like a rock because I'm more, I'm a more experienced tripper. But halfway through, I get a grip, and all of a sudden, we break down in front of the four singing guest dudes, and we just start spiraling, man. Four thirty. We're off the mansion, so we run to the bathrooms, and I start peeing, and then I start shitting. Am I pooping? Oh, fuck. I sit down and have the most existential, life-changing diarrhea I've ever had. I'm in there nonstop shitting for what feels like an hour, but it was actually five minutes. Afterwards, I stand up and see a very normal-sized turd, and I start crying. I wipe twice, run out to my girlfriend, and tell her we have to go ride the Carousel of Progress to stop the awful trip. We also went (laughs) on Pirates, but that was fuzzy. 5.30. We get on Carousel, and we don't understand it at all. And we get to the last scene, look at each other, look back at John and Sarah about three times, and start laughing obnoxiously because we look nothing like them. John has a blue Christmas sweater, a green apron, a mustache. Mustache. I have a light blue long sleeve t-shirt, a white apron with jingle bells on it, and the words hello pumpkin in cursive, as well as a Christmas oven mitt. Sarah has khaki pants, red sweater, no scarf, short hair. My girlfriend has a green scarf, red long sleeve shirt, black pants, and long red hair. We look at each other and she says we have to leave now. We were both so embarrassed and I said we're not leaving, so I buckled down and said let's just buy shirts. We buy shirts, go changed, keeping on the original pants, and now we just have casual clothes and merch, but my pants are too loose. I don't know how my pants are too loose, so I take my girlfriend's scarf and turn it into a belt. We're now easily just breathing, and we get the great idea to throw this shit away, and it was the best feeling ever, putting all of our regrets and mistakes into the bag that gave us the merch in and threw it in the trash can. 7 p.m. We take control of our trip, and the party starts. We watch the trippy-ass parade twice, the show's on the castle, and it sends us to a blissful happy place. We met Stitch, dressed up like Elvish, and I took a minute to tell him how I threw away our costumes. It was a great (laughs) night. (laughs) We went on Splash Mountain with our eyes open front row. We were getting starbursts all night. The Little Mermaid was some next world shit. We hit the dab pin a little, and that helped with anxiety, but of course increased visuals, but we wanted that. The parade was amazing, and as always, and the trip ended being one of the best, like some fucking Bonnaroo shit. Um, can you imagine that what that, that what the, what Stitch was thinking? <laughs> 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 Like, they're trying to, like, move people through, like, a two-hour line to see Stitch, and they're just like, no, 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 I have to finish my story. I gotta tell Stitch about how I fuck Stitch. Come here, man. (laughs) Stitch. Stitch, baby. Come here. So, Jim, this isn't a podcast about LSD trips at Disney World, even though I'm tempted to make that all next season. It's just each week we have a different (laughs) LSD story and have to build a ride based off of it. It is instead... A show where we built our own theme park, and this season, we are creating the most epic universe there ever were in the entire world. And it's also the most dangerous theme park in America and has murdered several people. It's Jersey Dan's epic universe. 
And last week, you gave a challenge that was a very Scotty Moore challenge, and I'm very proud of you for it. As you requested, we build a ride where you have to beat a breathalyzer to ride it. And by beat, you did not mean pass. You meant whatever the legal drunk limit is, you gotta soar past that. Yeah, I I ended up really not doing a ride. Uh, this, this kind of like... Um, kind of like the Home Alone thing that I did. This this should probably be like an upcharge event. This uh, is an experience. This is the gym. It's Murphy an experience. experience. Um, I'm gonna call it right now. Um, a series of unfortunate reflections. Because okay. I want to make the biggest, most buck wild mirror maze you've ever seen. Oh no! I'm I talking get- like. I'm talking like the floors move. There's multiple levels. Um, there's fun house mirrors. Yeah. There's like crazy lighting changes and fucking Pennywise is there and Pennywise eats your baby. It's this big fun antics. Then he turns into a giant spider. My, 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 my starting idea is that you would go into a, Sort of like how the Haunted Mansion has, like, the room with no windows, no doors, where they would take you into a room, and it would be, like, an oct- uh, like an octagonal room, yeah. and there would be, a like, an employee there, and they'd be like, okay, and they'd separate you out into, like, groups of five or six, and then just, like, one of the walls would open up, and, like, one group would go through that wall, and then that wall would close, and then another chunk of the wall would open up and so you'd end up with like five or six separate entrances now can i also suggest something because you do have to like beat a breathalyzer and if you do want to make this a separate experience we got to give the customer something for their money can we in a double dare-esque move give each team their own name and specific liquor to go along with it (laughs) you're your team alpha vodka come over here beta whiskeys come over (laughs) The the crimson vodkas, the uh, I the fighting whiskeys. It would just the gray gooses. Yes, the gray gooses. Yes. So then you um, get you all take a shot of your respective liquor and then have to go in. Yeah, the idea is that there would be a bunch of entrances, and it's this. I'm talking a very large building. Like I put a picture in the show notes of like how big the small world and haunted mansion rideshow buildings are. Oh yeah, it yeah. would be that size of a building. Absolutely not. No, that You're going to get lost in for a while. Now, there would be some sort of, I don't want to say, like, surveillance, but they would kind of know where you are at any given time. I'm sure they could give you, because I want also for it to be sort of a, uh, not exactly like an escape room, but, like, there would be props. Yeah. I mean, as someone who... I love a good prop in a mirror maze, because, like, we went to Ripley's Believe It or Not a couple of weekends ago, mostly because I needed to take my daughter, Ripley, to Ripley's Believe It or Not and try to get free shit, not realizing (laughs) that the baby's ticket is free no matter what. Any baby gets in for free. So I was like, did she get in for free? They're like, fucking yes, whatever. And I got to take her through a mirror maze. And I don't know if you know the fear of trying to beat 
I was about to say trying to beat your wife, trying to best <laughs> your wife in a mirror maze, and also trying not to bash the baby who's in the baby Bjorn <laughs> against the mirror. <laughs> so what, like, what if you went in the exit and one went in the entrance and you tried to... No, 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 I went in the entrance and then she counted ten seconds and then came after us. I kicked her ass, by the way. I went all the way through it. <laughs> And I was like, oh, man, I saw some cool stuff in those mirrors. Let's turn around. And me and Ripley just started exploring the maze. We're like, we found cannons. We found a room that was full of LEDs. It was some buckwild shit. Yeah, I would put in, like, funhouse mirror type stuff. Um, definitely, um, like, the, I, I don't want to say, like, one-way mirror. Like, someone would be watching you, but it would be, like, that Pepper's Ghost. Like, you would go in a room. And it would be suddenly kind of dark, and then, like, one of the mirrors would suddenly go away, and there would be, like, something looking back at you just for a second. Hey, Pennywise, what's up, baby? You having fun? <laughs> Jim, you're really fucking these people's minds up. You're the worst. Uh, I, I would also take employees and put them in and have them screw with the guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being like, I've been lost in here for two hours. Now, the one thing that they usually say to do during mirror mazes is to put on the specialized gloves so you don't, like, mess up the mirrors. And you're theorizing we put in a bunch of drunks. Jim, you're going to have a lot more than finger pants to clean off of these fucking mirrors. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, there's the piss mirror back there. We've passed the piss mirror. Well, we got the water park next door. We can just divert some of that water into the into it at yeah. night and just clean it all up. Oh, God, that would be a really creepy scene. Dye the water red and then have something <laughs> above the mirror that all it does is just spray water and it trickles down, kind of like a constant washing motion. But then it can turn blood red in one moment. <laughs> oh, it's the elevator from The Shining. That's good. Yeah. Oh, so no. uh, my idea was, I, I like yours, you were like, what should we do with the drunk people? Let's put them in all one contained area and just let them stumble around until they pass out or escape. And then we just go and drag them out. We drag them I, out. Uh, I actually stole an idea that I was going to do at my... Uh, so my family owns an arcade here in town, Humblebrag. And I've been trying my best to update it and make it like better and bring some excitement to it. Like maybe make it a barcade. But they also have something in the back, Jim, that I feel every theme park needs. And that's fucking go-karts. And uh, in, <laughs> in the same spirit of the, uh, the fake epic universe, the epic universe that Universal's trying to do, I want to build Drunk Super Mario Kart, where everyone... Essentially, what's going to happen is... You're gonna have these sections that are very much like, uh, what's the shitty ride that no one likes that smells like gasoline? Tomorrowland Speedway. Uh, it's gonna, you had to, yeah, narrow that down, please. It's gonna look like Tomorrowland Speedway at first, and basically you get in super drunk, and what's gonna happen is your kids, or wh whoever, are going to be actually controlling your car via remote control. So they're controlling what you're doing, but you get to feel like you're doing it because you're drunk. And also, you will have weaponry 
And every time you pass underneath one of those question blocks, you can reach up and pull out a banana and, like, throw a banana at somebody or have a squirt gun and squirt someone in the face with water, (laughs) and that would mess with them. So it, it would be literally, like, drunk Mario Kart. And also, each cart will have two full beers in it, and you have to drink them both before you finish. Otherwise, your victory is hollow and you are a failure. <laughs> Such is the rules of true drunk Mario Kart. Okay, so you never, like, you only visited Disney Quest, like, once, correct? I visited Disney Quest twice. Once at, once at full price and once, one, once when I was actually able to get in for free because cast members got in for free. Do you remember the... Uh, on, like, the fourth floor, they had the weird Buzz Lightyear with the the cars that had a cannon on the front of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was, like, bumper cars, except they also had cannons that just yeeted shit out at you. <laughs> did, did you try that out? Um, no, Jim, it was Disney Quest, which meant it was broken <laughs> both times I was there. It was either broken, or when I walked up to it, someone shot a ball at the glass so fast that it terrified me, and I ran down to go play Fix-It Felix again. <laughs> So, the idea was that if you hit someone in another vehicle on the on their windshield, there was yeah. like a target, and it would cause you to spin in a circle like two or three times and not be able to move. Yeah, yeah. So, I think this is a thing we should add to the drunken Mario Kart, where if you do hit somebody with, with like, because in the real Mario Kart, if you run over top of a banana, you do spin out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's part of the plan, without a doubt. That is part of the plan. I guess at that point, we don't need the RC cars. It could be straight up Tomorrowland Speedway, and all you do is just yeet shit at each other as you go through, and it'll either boost you or slow you down. And you could have, like, a screen in front of you, which will tell you what the power-ups are, but all the power-ups are already kind of contained underneath in the vehicle. That's, I like that. Uh, They're not on tracks, correct? This is basically go-kart rules. I, I'm thinking we need to put them back on tracks now. Now that there's not someone <laughs> not drunk driving, I feel like they need well, the tracks. You can do trackless, like, you could fake, I think. You can just put somebody in a car, just have the steering wheel, just doesn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the gas and the brake kind of work, but not really. And, and that's it. Just the, just there's... The, the problem I see with that is the cost of it would be to, to have, like, six to eight cast members just, like, sitting in a control room somewhere driving your ass around <laughs> might be expensive. <laughs> driving your drunk ass around constantly? Yeah. So, Jim, we've done it. We've made two rides, one of which I would genuinely go ride right fucking now. I would actually both of them. I would go get drunk in a mirror maze. The problem is going to be if somebody falls off the ride, we have to get a turtle in a cloud to help, like, push them back into the... Yeah. But, uh, Net, we need a challenge for next week. And next week, I want to harken back to the very first season of this show. Because Universal has Marvel characters, because I am on this side of the Mississippi. We've got the Marvel characters... So what's our epic universe going to have? DC characters. I want you to build, but I want it in the same vein as the DC cinematic universe. I want a dark, 
gritty reboot of an already existing ride. A dark, gritty Spider-Man, perhaps. A dark, gritty, like, uh, figment. Whatever you want to do, I want a dark, gritty reboot of a previously existing ride. It doesn't have to be a superhero ride. It could just be any ride. Jim, I'm, I came up with this idea one minute ago, and it just evolved as I was saying it. So, <laughs> just a dark, gritty reboot of any ride that you want. Oh, man. Okay. What's up, motherfuckers? It's me, Figment! I have a bigger gun. <laughs> yeah. So, that's what people have to await them. Oh, please. I don't want I don't want Journey into Imagination Supercharged. I really, really don't. <laughs> but for now, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Apparently Smart. And, uh, hey, I just put Disney Springs and Survived the Magic, so you can go check that out. I'm really excited. I'm, I really want us for, like, episode 100 to play an episode of it. Uh, like it's just I like think we're really... at 97 this week, so... Oh, shit, we're getting there, baby. We're gonna survive the magic at episode 100. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S-E-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon and go to a load of com to check out all of the other BS Network programs, including the brand new show, Me Again. It is a show... It's a self-help podcast about helping myself, essentially. It's a daily journal where I check in with you, talk about my self-help and mental health journey, and essentially, you know the goofy chaos eater you get on this show? It's not. It's a lot more serious. (laughs) So... Check that out if you'd want, ladies and gentlemen. And remember to support the show at patreon.com slash a load of BS. Like the Patreon saint of the Apat show, Ransom Meltzer. We love getting your support. And, of course, you get you get perks. You get shouted out on the show like Ransom. You get access to exclusive shows to our Discord. It's a really awesome party happening at patreon.com slash a load of BS. And, of course, remember to pick up your op-at gear at merch.alotofpurebs.com. And until next week, remember to find Jim and me on Twitter at op-at-show. That is spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P-O?